Look, what I'm going to say is this. If you are interested in going on safari, the, the answer is to not take your kid to the San Diego Zoo and climb into the elephant cage. Like, you want to get up close with the elephants, you go over one barrier, and then you climb the elephant fence, and then you go into the elephant cage because you want to see the elephant up close and personal with your two-year-old. And then you're surprised when the elephant charges at you and then you trip and you drop your two-year-old, continue running, go, oh, I need to turn around and get my two-year-old, go back and get your two-year-old while the elephant is charged at you, and you're surprised that you're now in jail. I'm just not the way to do a safari. And now, a whole new way to watch radio. The Dennis George Show. Here's your host, Dennis George. I'm just saying, like, Look, I get it. You're at the zoo and you like seeing the animals, but you can see the elephants just fine on the other side of that fence that you can look through. I don't know that people need to be climbing into the deal. Mitch is here. Hey, what's up? And to be clear, I would not have gone back to the two-year-old. <laughs> Run. Oh my God. Sam is here. Hi, Sam. What is up? <laughs> I just hope the kid fell in a big pile of done. Oh, the kid? Oh, he's with the father to fall in that. Not the kid. Oh. He's already a pile of shit. Oh, my you God. You know the he's kid was the one that talked him into doing this. The two-year-old? The two-year-old did this. Oh. <laughs> Debbie's here. Hey, everybody. I have a great story about that, too, but I will wait until we get through introductions first. You jumped the you jumped the end of the elephant fence, too? No, it's not. I have a good story, but I'll wait till introductions. All are right. Jenny G is here. I <laughs> Hi, got Jenny stories, G. too. Hey, how you doing? Yeah, Pretty you jump. You, would you jump the fence? No, but I've been on safari when there were elephants nearby and a guy told us to get the hell away. But anyway, we'll talk about that later. Yeah, you got a big elephant at you. I mean, what, what do you, I mean, oh, just wait, wait, hear yeah. my story, hear my story. So no. I have an aunt that lives up in Alaska and I went to visit my aunt and uncle after I graduated from college. It was a two week trip. And a few weeks before we got there, apparently a photographer had climbed over two fences to get a really close up picture of their polar bear, polar bear, whose name was Binky. Mm -hmm. And Binky grabbed the photographer by the leg mauled her leg and took her tennis shoe and so she got away but there, there was a picture in the paper of binky with hanging on to the laces with the tennis shoe hanging out of its mouth and i thought well you deserve that and it I know. was yeah. huge huge people were calling for binky to be put down and i'm like no yeah. it's not oh, binky. Right. there's a reason yeah. why there was a fence two there were and two if you go fences. past a fence there's an issue you go past another that's a bigger issue. I was amazed. I was amazed. It, what was it? Maybe 10 or 15 years ago. You might, you might all might remember this at, at SeaWorld. Um, one of the trainers was mauled by one of the whales, you know, one, one of the show during one of the shows. Right. And, and, they, and they wanted, everyone was uh, so upset. They wanted the whale put to sleep and they want, I'm thinking, the whale the world you got the it, whale right. did its thing right right you you got in the way like that that's your deal like i don't think that's the whale's issue that's your deal i just right. i'm amazed i'm amazed by this but this this guy he, dad uh the other day 
He's at the San Diego Zoo, and he decides he wants to get up close and personal with the elephants with his carrying his two-year-old. His two-year-old, two-year-old Sam did not convince the dad. Totally. (laughs) Dada, dada, closer. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. I think the guy is really smart for taking the two-year-old, all right? Because, I mean, he doesn't have to outrun the elephant. He just has to outrun the two-year-old. And this is why why Mitchell will never have children. Oh, Debbie, that's only reason 1,300,002 that I should not have children. Children are only good with lots of butter. I could. Do we need to start a list of like do we add a little who just slap at the end of this? Is just down for two already? Can we put a little garlic in that? Little garlic in with that butter? Okay, good. Stop. 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 Red, no, 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 no. We are not talking cannibalism on this show. Move along. <laughs> I am with no. you. Just, little toes are really good with butter, but anyway. No! <laughs> They're so tender. As <laughs> hey, long as we have a little crustini for dipping in the butter, I'm does, happy. Does <laughs> the I'm talking about pig too? toes. I'm talking about pig toes. Oh my god. Move along, move along. Uh, Debbie, Debbie's um, sanity just evaporating right. in front of so us. The, so the la- so last our last show we got an email from Tony who was concerned that we had locked Debbie in a closet, and so we had a little mini tour. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Your sign for those of you who podcast us. Thank you. You could also watch us on YouTube, which a lot of you do as well, and so you can see Debbie does look like she's in uh, a closet of some sort. So we did a little tour last week. Uh, but Tony is still convinced that there is a gumball machine behind her. Now, before before she moves it close to the camera to solve this, co- yes, Tony, we get your emails and we're 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 going to go ahead and we're going to clarify. We're, we're getting cl- to the bottom of this, Tony. We are right. the, gum, the gumball machine has, but I have figured out what it is. So just behind her head up top, you see that white box, and it does look like there's a base and then a round globe and then the top, and it looks like it could be, it could be a gumball machine, but Debbie. Would you do the big reveal? I will. Okay. Here, here, here's and what this she's is. Doing that. Can I just clear up the fact that Debbie has? We have not locked Debbie in a closet. Debbie has locked herself in a closet and protect herself from us. I've been trying to get Debbie to come out of the closet for years. Okay, so push a little <laughs> further. See, this we're going to apologize to Debbie. So it's a fondue. It's a fondue machine, which, by the way, I have been. If you don't mind me saying, Debbie, I have been to one of Debbie's fondue parties, and they are fantastic. Oh, yeah, they are. Oh, my gosh. Her fondue parties are amazing, especially when don't let anyone tell you in the sauce. Listen, this is really important. Don't let anyone tell you any different. Debbie has got all the right equipment. I'm just I'm just saying she has got all. Of, if there is a woman who is prepared, Debbie is prepared. She is ready for you. If you're looking True. for a woman who's got all the right equipment, podcast at DennisGeorgeShow.com, and we will set you up. Careful. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> Debbie has gotten quiet. I'm a, I might be a little scared now. <laughs> I think I would be. All that. It's fine. Oh, last week's show, we also talked about the uh, the dinosaurs that were in the movie um, Armageddon, which evoked quite a bit of email. Although we did correct, Sam rightfully corrected us on the show. Mm-hmm. I. It, they were not, as my mind kind of went into the whole dinosaur, they were not dinosaurs. Warped. They were animal crackers, and more specifically, it was one animal cracker, which was the gazelle. So mm. we got animal crackers. 
uh, for everyone. So we'll open this box up. In fact, um, I'm I don't have any of those in mind, though. I was going to say there are no there are no gazelles. So I think in the movie, I thought it was a giraffe. No, no. Yeah. In fact, we posted the clip on our social media channels. If you want to see the specific clip with Ben Affleck. Or you can uh, just go watch the whole movie. You should you, do it. It's, the movie's fantastic. Right. So the animals you get here are a lion, a seal, uh, Sam's favorite, a hippopotamus, uh, a koala. Christmas. Right, it's all he wants for Christmas. Uh, and an elephant. Now, it does say below that, it says, more animals inside. Now, I've, oh. I've, I've attempted to identify what the additional animals i know debbie you're pointing there i don't think I'm, those are I'm pointing at the front of the box because the front of the box does not match the animals oh so you can get some gorillas some giraffes some zebras we are doing this <laughs> we're doing this right now i'm looking for are we doing gazelle. it now Probably, yeah. yeah so the I, don't have any. I don't know what this is sorry denny g so i think that was the hippo okay there's a dangerous oh. animal the hippos you want to stay away from they, them here's right. here's a dangerous elephant I got a zebra. I got a lot of elephants. I just need more two-year-olds. <laughs> I got a polar bear. Yeah. So I, got, I, got I didn't even care. I, I just like, wanted to eat. I like that the camels are sitting down so that yeah. you have their head and their two little humps. Looks like oh, I got like a sheep that's the same size as my elephant. Can I just point that out? That that's jacked up. Yeah, that's not right. No. Portions are off. I mean, that is a ginormous sheep. It's the same size as the elephant. I've no, always the elephant's been... really tiny. The sheep's the right size. Well, <laughs> right. Yeah. Um, the thing is, I mean, you want, you want things to be proportionally correct. That's for damn sure. No. Um, I haven't had animal crackers <laughs> in forever. I don't know that I've ever had animal crackers before, to be honest with you. Really? really? Never? Yeah, I'm, I'm not sure. I'm not sure. Let's be clear. Live? He's also never seen a Disney movie. All right. <laughs> no, 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 no. We corrected that. Yeah, we oh, did help fix that. A couple years ago. We did true do. or false? Yep. You were over 40 when that happened, Dennis. After, I don't know. When I was younger, I watched the Disney, the Mickey Mouse Club after school. Were you a Musketeer? No, but I knew the songs. M-I-C. See you real soon. K-E-Y. Why? Why? Because we, because like, we you. like you. You might have seen the Sorcerer's Apprentice. What? You might have seen the Sorcerer's Apprentice. No, I don't even know what that is. Yeah, no, we watched that. Yeah, Fantasia. So you definitely have seen that one. Oh no. Yeah, I think so. Oh no, I'm not sure. Clearly, it didn't stick. Um. Shout out to AT and T. I sent an email to my dad, and they sent back a thing saying. I thought it was my dad blocking me. They sent back this notice saying <laughs> your your email's no longer valid and we're not going to let your email through because we perceive your email address as being spam. And so sorry, you can't you can't write your dad anymore. So I wrote AT&T and shockingly they wrote back. Like it wasn't automated. It was actually a person who said we got your email and we fixed it. So and then I emailed my dad right away and it went right through. So Hats How do I enable me. that feature on my computer? Right. Really? So, apologize to me. So, the... Uh, <laughs> no, 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 no. Dennis does not go on the list. Fine, 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 fine. Um, this therapy session. Yeah. So, uh, so, yeah. So, that's what I got. Um, 
What's going on with the rest of you? Anything exciting this week? Okay, so I have to tell you guys that, and I know I've mentioned this to you all privately, not on the show, but there's a, a restaurant that opened just a couple blocks away from me. It's a little little bar restaurant. Had been opened, closed. It's now reopened with new owners. And I have been there at least once a week for the past month and a half. And a few times, it's been more than once a week. I was just going to say, I don't know. I don't know that once a week. I think you're being reserved in that number. No, the first couple of weeks, it really was only once a week. And then it got a little more frequent. So it's building. It's building. It's definitely building. <laughs> Do they know so you by much, name? So much so that yesterday I got called the norm of this particular restaurant. Awesome. That's fantastic. That's always good. Yeah. I'm just waiting for the day that you tell us that you didn't go there for one week and they actually like sent somebody to your house. Yeah. They right. Are you okay? Check on me. Are you all right? Do you order the same thing all the time? No, I have been trying really hard not to order the same thing. And I've only duplicated my order once in the multitudes of times that I've been there because I, first of all, I love it. It's a just a great little place, really cute. I love the way they did the inside of it. And I felt that in order to truly speak to the restaurant, I had to try a plethora of their menu options. Yeah. So they changed the menu within the first three weeks of me going there. So the third time I went there, I was looking at the menu and I had friends with me and I was like, oh, they changed the menu. This came off and this is da 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 da. When the waitress came over, who knows me, when she came over, she started to say what had changed. I was like, no, no, I've already told them all that. Yeah, no, no, no. I've already told them what's new here. It's fine. You'll have to give us periodic updates. I know I've seen a, a few of the photos and their, their food looks really good. Yeah. It is fantastic no. but yeah but, it, it's fun to i think the appeal is first of all it's within walking distance and second of all because i've been cooking so much at the house yeah, yeah. I, I i it's we're so all nice. dying we're all dying to get out uh for sure uh our couple in france that writes us with some regularity you might have remembered quite a few episodes ago sent us a list of french things that are truly french and corrected right. us remember we get relatively regular email from them and um what, uh, she was telling me uh, a couple of days ago, they're locked back down completely. So oh, I, I feel, feel bad for, for a lot of folks in, in a lot of our listening countries that, uh, that are, that are locking completely hundred percent back down again. So, uh, but Debbie, good that you're getting on supporting local for sure. And local oh. restaurants as well. Hey, we've got I a really, up, I have an oh. update on my coffee shop. Ooh, I don't okay. know if you remember, but I, I was having issue with getting the correct change back. Can we do it right after the break? We can. Okay, stick around for Sam's Coffee Shop Update. He's going to fill you in. Stick around. We'll be right back. The Dennis George Show continues after this. Hey, everyone. I just want to talk to you real quick about something I've been working on lately. It's called the Michelle Obama Podcast. I can't wait for you to listen. In this first season, I'm going to be talking with some of the people I'm closest with my mom, my brother, my friends, my colleagues, and many others. We'll be discussing the relationships that make us who we are. We'll be talking about the challenges and the joys of being a parent or a spouse, the friendships that help us through the toughest times, or the growth we experience when we lean on the colleagues and mentors around us. What I love about these conversations is that they're topics and issues that we're all dealing with no matter what's going on whether that's a global pandemic or a nationwide reckoning with race. My hope is that this podcast can be a place for us to sort through the questions that we're all trying to answer, a 
place to open up and be a little vulnerable and have some fun along the way. And most importantly, I hope this podcast sparks ideas and topics that you can open up with within your own circles. Maybe it'll inspire you to have some conversations with loved ones that you've been meeting to have. So I hope you'll join me for the Michelle Obama podcast. Episodes start July 29th. Listen for free only on Spotify. The views expressed on Dennis George show are not our own or anyone else's. Listen at your own risk, and we cannot be held responsible for your ears burning, bleeding, or ringing, or the blurred eyesight. Some things you will not be able to unhear or unsee, and for that, you are warned. Not try anything we suggest or talk about at home, work, or in your car. A reminder, there are no rules, and our show is intended for mature audience only. Or at a minimum, those over your states or countries' legal aid of consent. Any experiments, jobs, skills, or sexual positions suggested and or recommended are for comedy purposes only and should not be tried without supervision. Or a spot. Safety word or phrase is recommended in advance of trying anything new. Any medical advice or comments that seem like medical advice should be reviewed with your own doctor. Or at least check it on Google like we did. Thank Thank you and and good luck. And now, back to the Dennis George Show. Can't do it. <gasps> Little uh, cleaning up housekeeping from the last uh, segment. Uh, so, Tony, to finish up your email about Debbie's closet, uh, it's not a bubblegum machine. It's a fondue uh, set, which comes with the burner and then the pot up top and then the... Um, the sticks that go in there uh, and Debbie, if I, I don't want to, I don't want forks. forks. Fondue forks. Not fondue forks. <laughs> I don't want to, I don't want to give away too much, but Debbie has several of these different kinds of fond, three of them. Uh, because when we had a fondue party, if you don't mind me saying, um, she had one set up with oils. So you could do meat. Um, meat. meat. So you could do beef and you could do chicken and taters. And potatoes, and it was fantastic. Taters. And then uh, uh, the other one was cheese, and you could do uh, crostinis and and bread bread chunks, uh, which was fantastic. And then the third one was chocolate, uh, and so she had different fruits that you could, and also had uh, they were like biscuits or biscotti or something you could dip in the chocolate. What was it that was going in the chocolate again? We had angel food cake. That's what it was. Yeah. yeah, marshmallows. Those were the two other yeah. non-fruit that I can remember. Yeah, yeah. So uh, just to just to kind of clear that up, Tony, Tony, and we look forward to your next email uh, about uh, the tour of Debbie's closet. Might become Debbie's a panic room. Might become a segment. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, Sam was telling us uh, a couple episodes ago we were talking about Sam's coffee shop, and before you tell us your new update. Refresh yeah. our memory as to what we were what we were talking about before. I would first like to say thank you for teaching us how to do use a fondue set and and dipping because I forgot how to do that. Um, and while I was at the coffee shop, I, they always forget to give me change correctly. So I've I've tried to make it easier so they can give me the correct change back. And it's continued and it's getting worse. So the other day, I usually would just give them like 11 cents. It's six of cents is my total. So I always bring them like 11 cents so I can just get a nickel back. So I was like, well, I ran out of dimes or whatever. 
So then I was like, okay, well, I'll do a quarter with a penny so I can get two dimes back. And now they're giving me one dime back. You think if you gave him exact change, he'd give you change back? <laughs> That's the, I know. As hard as you're working to just get those dimes I back. Know, but whenever you run out of pennies, then you got to get some pennies. Whenever you run out of nickels, you got to get some nickels. Sam. Right? So I'm breaking this system down. They would not make it in Europe at all. But I don't think you're running out of nickels and dimes and pennies. All right. In fact, I know you're not because I've got a video of you counting all of it. That's not the point. <laughs> they wouldn't make it in Europe because that's all they have is change. But yeah. you have a kitchen table that's literally like four by eight. That's that was just full of stacks of coins. I might hoard my change. <laughs> Fine. <laughs> well, Sam, keep us posted on that for sure. As your saga of your <clears throat> coffee shop um, exploits continue. Uh, Debbie, top 10 list for this week. What do you have for us? Oh, oh, is it my turn already? Yeah, we're up. Okay. Wait, yeah. I got I to gotta scroll. I got to scroll. There was a lot of verbiage before it. <laughs> okay. Well, while, you're, while you're doing it, you ready? No, go ahead. If you would. Oh, no, I said, while you're doing that, so you asked earlier, you know, what we all did. I got my first COVID shot this last week. Friday. Oh, how'd that go for oh, you? Oh, yay. Really Good. Well. It was all in your car, you know, just drive through and yeah. you verify you your and sticky and you wait 15 minutes. Uh, yeah, it wasn't at the time, but. It's uh, a little sore yeah. now, but nothing, no big deal. Yeah. Yeah. We hope that everyone out there gets it. I know that in a lot of, uh, mm -hmm. a lot of places are still struggling with being able to get it. And, and I know that parts of Europe are suspended again in terms yeah. of even giving them out. Yeah. So we hope that everyone gets them soon for sure. Debbie, well, top we're trying 10. to give you what? some entertainment. Yeah, for sure. Uh, Debbie, they, what do you have? You, they can listen to the show while they wait in line to get their COVID shot. Yes, yes. There you go. There you go. Okay. The top 10 list is top things, top 10 things that Americans do that we don't necessarily realize is weird to the rest of the world. Oh, oh I love like this. A lot of stuff. So, I think we're going to end up apologizing <laughs> I, to a lot of countries here, Sam. Well, I mean, let's be yep. a thousand percent honest. There's probably way more than this top 10 list. This just right. happens to be the top 10. Yes, they yeah. So number 10 is jaywalking. So in most countries, most European countries in particular, they don't necessarily have designated areas where you can cross streets, they just cross streets. But in America, we normally have crosswalks where pedestrians are legally allowed to cross the street. And if you do not cross within the crosswalk, then you are jaywalking, which technically is against the law and you can be ticketed for jaywalking. I've so never, ever gotten a ticket. Yeah, I jaywalk all the time. I live in a right. city, I always lived in a yeah. city. And I, I'm not sure that anybody really, any of the policemen out there really write tickets for jaywalking, but it the law is still on the book, so right. technically they could. Some states are a lot more um, radical is the right word about that. California, I know, is very, very strict about jaywalking and does issue tickets. I know folks in California have told me that they've gotten tickets in California for jaywalking, and they're very specific. You must cross at the intersections where the where the lines are indicated and that sort of thing. Yeah. Now, New England actually is a little, is kind of a little bit different the other way is that if they actually take an approach that's very similar to what I've actually seen in the Netherlands, which was that if a pedestrian's crossing the street, they have the right of way at all times. All right. Mm -hmm. And I mean, I, I, I know in the Netherlands, you know, like if you're a car and you hit a bicyclist or if you hit a pedestrian, you're at fault. The car's at fault. 
like no questions asked. And I, yeah. I loved, I love that policy. Yeah. I mean, when I was in the Netherlands, I mean, it was, there was very much a hierarchy of who had the right of way. And it was, you know, the pedestrians and the bike, the bicyclists first. And yeah. I, and that was just fantastic. At some points it is a little bit in the Netherlands because I experienced this, that the bike has a little bit more right away than the, than the pedestrian walking because I about got ran over. I literally turned and it was right in front of my face, the bike. And I was like, it was scary. I almost died. Yeah. I think I remember like grabbing the back of your shirt. Like, nope. You did. (laughs) (laughs) Only I wouldn't have pushed, pulled instead of pushed. Mm. Well, (laughs) hindsight's 2020, Mitch. Hindsight's 2020. No, hindsight's 2021. All right. 2020 sucked. Or 2010. It's a better vision. All right. Number nine is knowing drug names. Now, I'll be the first to tell you, I know a lot of drug names and a lot of them come from the fact that the drug companies advertise on TV in America. Right. So we get a lot of advertisements that have a bunch of drug names. So we in America definitely are inundated with drug names, whereas People in other countries don't necessarily know all of the, the drugs. Right. <laughs> we in America do. Right. Well, I think it's because, too, Americans take a lot of drugs. Like, I don't take a lot of drugs. I don't take any drugs at all. So I heard the names, but I had no, no clue what the drugs are for. So I think if you take the drug, you know, oh, yeah, I know what that is. But so, I, yeah, I, I have a drugged a fam- up country. Well, I have a family member who went through what I like to call the episode a few years ago. And so I always check up and say, all right, do you have the card that has your medication on it? You know, how much you're taking, how often you're taking it, you know? And so for people that need the medication, I get it. And so I've learned a lot through that process and knowing what they're on and what they're taking. So it's been, I, I have a whole new level of understanding for some medications now that I didn't have before. Because like, I know most drug names, like I know what, I know what K is and I know what, um, you know, oxy oxy is and um meth. We we, we were actually we're, we're talking oh, about different oh, drugs. Pharmaceuticals, drugs. not oh, uh, not yeah, not bathtub. Oh, <laughs> all right, <laughs> not not. But, but I actually, th- I think we're better for it for knowing the drug names, right? Because I mean, you can look it up on your own. All right, I mean, like if you're having a weird side effect of it. You can then right there on your phone or your computer, your laptop, whatever, look up the drug and see if it's a side effect. Whereas, you know, if you go to the doctor in six months, you might forget that you had literally this one-off weird side effect. See, Mitch, yeah, you can I think look it up on something. Web you look it up on WebMD and figure out how many days you got left to live. See, right. I think and then diagnose all, yourself I, with cancer, right? <laughs> I think you all are onto something here because when I was younger and I like to play doctor, I could never look up stuff. Now I think the younger people have a real advantage because they can actually look stuff up when they play doctor and they can actually be like, okay, come over here, Annie. Apologize to doctors. No, let me finish because here's the thing. You can actually- I don't know who to apologize in all this. (laughs) Well, let me finish. If you're on the playground and you're like, hey, it's time for your proctology exam, you can actually know what you're doing because you Googled it. So I think this is apologize real, the children. I think this is a real I think this is a real game changer for people who are younger. Dennis, yeah, I want to tell you that this this particular <laughs> little dialogue that you've gone on is not making you look good. So you should probably stop now. 
I'm talking about when you're in fourth grade. No, and, I, think, I, think you should still stop. I think you should still stop. stop. Yeah, <laughs> no. Fine. Apologize to doctors. Apologize to proctologists. Yes. Number eight. Yeah. Number eight is tipping. Yeah. Tipping in America is a wage subsidy. So our servers uh, are not necessarily paid a full wage. They are paid a partial wage because they're expected to make up the rest of their wage in tips. Mm -hmm. So it's very different in America than it is in a lot of other countries because they don't have that set up for their servers. So they're not getting a sort of a partial wage and expected to make it up in tips. And it's considered rude overseas to tip, isn't it? There are some areas where it is considered rude to tip, yes. Yeah. And isn't it true also that some some folks have the belief, and in other countries too. Dennis, I'm not going to lie. I'm scared to let you talk at this point after that. <laughs> Good call, Debbie. I just gotta. I gotta be honest. Is yeah. this okay, or is there, or I'm going to have to slap you? I need to know. No, we're good. Okay. We're good. So, okay. but 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 some places, some places tip. Now you got me. Now you got me worried about me. Um, some people tip um, when it only on exceptional service, as opposed to simply doing a good job which is your job um now i my belief is especially in america tip always and 20 yeah. percent, you know just right out of the gates now there are times though if if i get service that is really really poor like just absolutely poor um and it's just and it's so obvious it's poor I I will tip very I will tip a very small amount, but I usually do always tip something. I mean, it's true. And what do you yeah. consider as a tall amount, uh, a small amount at that point? Do you do fifteen percent or do you do ten percent? Maybe ten percent. Now I've, I'm talking really poor service, like yeah. I don't even know. Like I don't didn't even show up at all. Yeah. Didn't it ever fill up your drinks? Yeah. Well, I mean, it's got to be it's got to be bad service, and the restaurant has to be empty for me to give of anything yeah. less than 5%. If, if it's bad service and the restaurant's packed, I'll still give, you know, well, 15% simply just Absolutely. because the restaurant's packed, right? I mean, they're doing their best, but I mean, Agreed. also to Debbie's point, like when I was in Europe, I was traveling with my family and we were a group of I think eight or nine. And that included four, four kids, um, five, if you count my mother. Yeah. Um, and All so, of which survived the trip for any of you who are scared for the Apologize to Mitch's mother. So, but I mean, like when we went to restaurants like in France, they aren't, that's not the typical thing in France is kids don't usually go to those restaurants. Right. And so even though they don't tip, I would actually tip because I'm like, you were not prepared to deal with four kids. You know, we're American. We might've come off as uncouth. Right. I just want to, you know, thank you for dealing with us. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, we're gonna move along. Number seven is flying flags. <laughs> and all it said was putting period flags, period, everywhere, period. <laughs> I we we're we're kind of a proud nation. We kind of like our flags. So I, I, I got, got a pirate flag, flag, flag a, out in front. Right. There's a, there's a flag for everything. Sports teams and everything. Everyone's got a flag. And I change my flag regularly on my, my residence. Let's let's be real. Let's be real. You let your freak flag fly. I don't even know what the freak flag is. Tell us, Dennis. What is what, the freak flag? Just whatever, whatever you're feeling for that day. Yeah. 
Yeah. All right. Number six, the use of freshman, sophomore, junior, and senior to describe our years in high school. I think that most Europe, European countries actually use the year of school that you're in. So I'm in seventh year, I'm in eighth year, I'm in, you know, whatever it happens to be. Now there could be others. I just feel like I, I know that I've heard that for some areas. You're like, first yeah, year we call them grades. First year, first year high school, first year, or it, well, yeah. high school, secondary school over there. It's like first year primary school is like one through six. Right. And then secondary school is seventh through 12. Right. 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 So our, in, in America, our four years of high school, which is our basically, what is it? Ninth and 10th year? 10, no. Our Nine, 10, 11, 12. Counting, well, counting kindergarten, it would actually be our 10th year in school. Right. Uh, but our first year in high school is freshman. The next one is sophomore and then junior and then senior. Some of the, some schools split that up now, though. They have secondary schools. Mm -hmm. It's not true throughout all the United States. True. true. And Debbie, these are things that we do in America that aren't necessarily done in other countries. Correct. That that is that are considered weird to other countries. Yeah. So number five is needing to sign the check on a credit card receipt. We we still do that in America. We still do yep. that. Yep. A lot of a lot of places haven't done that for a few years. Um, mm -hmm. Number four is needing to flag down a server or not needing to flag down the server. So in a lot of other countries, going out to eat is a, a long process. In America, usually you go out to eat, it's one hour, two hours, you know, ish. Um, and that depends upon your company. Yeah, it depends, yes. on, the, depends upon the company. It depends on what you're doing. You know, I, right. I know that we have been out three plus hours at restaurants before having a great Easy. time. <clears throat> but we don't usually, you know, they're turning tables. They're trying right, to get yeah. in. So yeah. And number three is having long elections. Our elections do go seem to go on. And yes, what it should right. actually say, it's not long elections. It's the process leading up to the election. Correct. All yeah. the everything that they do. The primaries the and what has become now the six months before the primary. It'd be nice yeah. if we did it like Great Britain. It's campaigning. It's the campaigning yeah. that I think is is very very different. Mm. Yeah. Number two, putting bumper stickers on your car. Oh my, that's so true. Americans put bumper stickers all over the place. Never, Not never all have. Americans do that. Not all. That look really cool though, the way that they do, they put them on and design it. Yeah, some I think some actually do it very purposefully. Mm -hmm. Oh yeah. All right. Uh, number one is getting weirded out by nakedness. And that's all I'm going to say about that one. I'm not, I'm not reading what came with that. Yeah. But Americans true, do though. Get, Americans do get weirded out by that. That's true. Yep. We, we are, we are, as a people, we are a bit more sensitive to nakedness than we're nakedness. more puritanical. Yeah. yeah I was, yeah. Much sensitive more. isn't maybe the right word, but yeah, definitely. Um, we're prudes uptight. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Everybody sure. should spend a year in a nudist colony. I'm good. Hey, I get, your get over it. I get yeah. cold way too quick. To they've got them in. The, they've got them in the tropics. Cold has got some advantages, Debbie. Oh God! Apologize to Debbie. Apologize to Debbie. Apologize to women. It helps to talk your body. Uh, after the break, we're gonna do some weird news. Stick around. Find us online at DennisGeorgeShow.com. Hey there, catch us 24-7 on social media. Like us on Facebook and follow us on Twitter and Good Pods. On Alexa and Google Assist, say, 
Clay Dennis George Show podcast. If you have a question or comment, send us an email at podcast at dennisgeorgeshow.com. Or if you're just looking for a date, if we read your question or comment on the show, we'll send you a Dennis George Show t-shirt. That's podcast at dennisgeorgeshow.com. Now back to the show. So you know that a lot of people with the pandemic and really just in general, uh, a lot of folks are using Zoom and other uh, meeting software uh, that you can do by video. And a widget is something that gets added on to, if you have a program or a website, a widget is an add-on to that website. Uh, Did I get that right, Debbie? What? I'm sorry. Okay. (laughs) You're fine. Uh, fine. You were making a face like maybe I wasn't getting that right. No, no, you're you're fine. Continue. (laughs) Okay. All right. Um, Anyway, so there's there's a new widget for Zoom called Zoom Escaper. Uh, and Zoom Escaper, while you're in a meeting, allows eight different effects that stream directly into your microphone and into that meeting that is heard by others. So you can actually create addition, you know, additional sounds within your meeting. For example, a weeping man. These things are maybe designed to help get you out of your Zoom Aww. meeting. So it'd be like a weeping man, an echo, a crying baby. I like that one. That one's pretty good. Uh, barking, barking dogs. Barking dogs is good because you're like, oh, I gotta go. You know, someone's my dogs are. I someone's at the door. I gotta go. I gotta go. You know. Is there I, like I was, I was on a Zoom call yeah. last night and I accused somebody of having that app because they had dogs barking a lot. Right. See, uh, and even the sound of urination. Now I'm not sure that well, that one. Very worrisome. Yeah, I'm not sure that that one is one that you want to be. Uh, that you want to. I be know any- that's actually like my. Fear is that I'm on a Zoom meeting with work, and I've got meetings back to back to back to back to back, and they don't care about your personal time, right? And so, I mean, there are times where I'm like, "Y'all are coming with me," yeah. And and normally that's a no zone for me, but I'm thank God for mute. Yeah, oh, I I double mute myself on those. Zoom crashing has also become a big thing. There's actually social media um, accounts and channels you can go on to find links of other people's Zoom meetings, and you can actually join meetings of strangers. And this is starting to happen where people are crashing into other people's Zoom meetings, um, you know, and pulling pranks on the meeting, showing up in their meeting naked. I mean, there's what? a whole, there's, oh yeah, it's a whole, new, that's like a whole new thing. So this happened right at the beginning of the yeah. pandemic too, because when yeah. schools started using Zoom, there was somebody that was crashing into a class meeting and actually drawing inappropriate pictures and doing right. inappropriate things with the kids on the call. Oh so that's my. not new. That's yeah. not no, new. Well, originally, originally, a lot of schools didn't really understand that they should send out a passcode to the kids. They were just sending the link. And then the kids were then sharing the link around and other people would get it. Now schools have gotten a little wiser and said, okay, we're going to track who's joining. Locking it down. You've got to have the passcode. But there's still a lot yeah. of public Zooms that are out there, whether it be city council meetings, um, you know, your, your city government that are having public meetings. And they're not quite, um, how do I say it properly? They're not up to speed on all the protocols to protect who gets to see what and who gets to come into the meeting. And well, so there's a ton of stuff a- out there. But that's a challenge there for those particular forums because they are supposed to be public right. meetings. Right. Yeah. So that becomes a bigger challenge. Right. I actually attended a Zoom adoption. Oh. It was fantastic. Oh. Yeah. And Who they, adopted they, they, you? 
<laughs> I'm still in the closet, Mitch. Nobody adopted me. <laughs> oh my God, that's hysterical. Um, maybe it was Tony. Did Tony adopt you? I I have I nobody adopted me. I'm okay. in well, Will Tony be her daddy? Right. Careful, we're gonna get an email from Tony. Another <laughs> apology <laughs> to Tony this time. <laughs> Oh, Tony, you've hit the big time. You made the apology list. You made the apology yeah, list. Tony. Welcome to the show, Tony. Right, that's fantastic. You know um, you made it when you make the apology list. Google has come out with a new a new thing called Nest Hub. Nest Hub. Uh, the tech firm unveiled uh, a new device that will do motion tracking to monitor movements and breathing patterns while you sleep. This is... Um, a new feature Google intends to offer for free through this year uh, relies on a new chip called Soli, which uses radar detection to detect motion in your bedroom. Uh, the data collected can be used to understand sleeping patterns and how they change over time. Sure. Uh, now invite also, Google into your bedroom. Also, this is great. You already have Alexa in there. This is great. No, this is great. Google will also make suggestions on how you can sleep better. Now, there's a whole lot of questions I have for this. Have you thought of taking off your clothes so you could get a little cooler? <laughs> That's right. That's right. Or have you tried the downward dog? I mean, I could see I could see coaching. There's a whole lot of additional. Your heart rate is increasing. I think you should relax a little. <laughs> First question, Dennis. What is your definition of downward dog? I don't think that I need to be saying that. I'm just saying. No, come on. Okay. Tell us what no, downward no, no, dog no, no, is. No, no. Yeah, it's, yoga combine, it's a yoga position. That's right. It's, if you combine, thank you, Denny G, for the rescue. <laughs> if you combine Siri, which is the voice, and you combine Soli, which is the mm -hmm. Nest Hub, I think the two of them, this could be marketed as a, a, a sexual aid as well, because I think they could coach you along the way. I mean, this, this could maybe be they could have internet sex together. <laughs> This theory and the hub but it oh, also yeah, knows baby hubba 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 but the, Debbie, <laughs> how do we form a breakout room right now for you and i to just go in and go? have our safe space? where are we going all right <laughs> our safe space? you know it's messed up when debbie and i apologize all right are want to go into yes. a safe space together how about right? this how about this you know how a lot of people are starting to hook up and stuff and they bring someone a stranger home to their house wouldn't it be great if Siri and Soli got together and helped you with your morals? And so someone walks into your bedroom like, who's this trick you brought home? Like they could start talking yeah. to you. Like, <laughs> no, the only way it would be better would be like. Are you sure you should be here? Right. Is if it's like, this is the fourth person this week. <laughs> That's the only one. All right. Oh, my God. That's fantastic. By the way, it's available. You've hit a new record for the week. Yeah. Congratulations. You closed your, your rings. Your bed time, your sex time is up 50% from last week. <laughs> <laughs> challenge one of your friends to a sex, uh, a sex challenge. Oh, we, we can Apple keep going. Things. We can go oh, yeah. all day we long with these. Oh, yeah. Orgasm the, uh, Right. There oh. you go. The, the, Google, the Google Nest Hub runs 100 bucks, so not very bad. Uh, but they're saying too that there, there's going to be a lot of um, medical uses for this because it will it, it sleep observation and those sorts of things. So who knows? It is it is getting a little creepier 
that now there's radar that could be used in your house, you know, that could they could expand that to things like, I noticed you haven't vacuumed lately. Maybe your house is getting dirty. Like you could say you're you're the AI in your Amazon Alexa could start coaching. But I mean, you. Dennis, what if they actually could actually with that get to the point where it's like, I've noticed that actually you have really bad allergy. Like you always put allergy medicine on your shopping list. And I've you noticed actually that the air particulates have gone up in the house. Oh, you should change your air breath. filter. Don't brush your teeth. Yeah, you should um, vacuum the house. All right. I mean, and I mean, then right. it's, you know, also with this bedroom thing that they have, it's, you can probably, because I actually do have a Google Nest, um, the thermometer in the house. And I have actually do have trouble sleeping. And I would actually love it if this thing would actually notice like, oh, I'm starting to toss and turn more. Let's turn the temp temperature down two degrees. Yeah, and it could even say to that effect, but also I noticed that, uh, uh, you know, your, your floor is dirty, so I'm going to launch Roomba automatically. Mm -hmm. I'm going to adjust the temperature. I'm going to turn on your air filter. I mean, it could start really being smart automation. Well, I mean, thank God I have a Roomba because if I didn't, then she's just telling me I need to do chores, and that would just tick right, me right, off. Right. Get I mean, have you there. seen the dishes? He's just <laughs> nagging at that point. You smell just that. Nagging. You might want to do the dishes. What if it also gets to the point where it's like these things can tell that you had a heart attack in your sleep. Right. And it calls the hospital for you. That's true. You're right. right. Those are good. If you live alone, you're right. These are all that's that's great uses, actually. Yeah. I noticed you haven't are moved you, in five minutes. I'm calling the you, ambulance. Are you rethinking your your take on this now, Dennis? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Sure. I mean, I have home automation, so I don't have any issue with any of this stuff. I'm completely, I think it's why, fantastic. Why don't you get that stuff and give us a report? I will. I get into arguments with uh, with Alexa all the time, so it's it's fine. She, your Alexa doesn't like you. No. But she, Dennis, here's she the thing. She doesn't you listen. don't win the arguments with your Alexa. No. We all get into arguments with Alexa. We just she, win them. She doesn't, use she it. doesn't, she doesn't, she doesn't get listen. any arguments. She doesn't listen very well. Hey, uh, would you all live on the moon? No, this is a big question. No. So no. money, money has come out with how much it would cost for there to be residents on the moon. And they say that it's going to be uh, $325,000 a month to live on the moon. And they're hoping that within, uh, you know, 30 years or so, uh, people will actually be able to habitate on the moon and live there. Um, I think they're going to need to raise the minimum wage a lot so people can afford it. <laughs> Yeah, why would you go? I mean, let's be clear. Uh, with that kind of money, right. you could buy 40, 50, 60 acres and build your palace, you know? Yeah. Well, with that in mind. You could help you know, poverty here. That's a really fair question, you all, because here's the thing. If you have the $300,000 a month to live on the moon, I want to know who's going to be dropping the fries at the McDonald's on the moon. Because the people who are paying $300,000 aren't the ones who are actually going to be doing the hard work. I'm just throwing that out there. Let's be real about it, right? So you're going to have to figure out how you're going to going to make that work. I'm just saying. Especially a lot you have, have to work, work, make out work, all right, to live on the moon. And money is so far down the line. Right, right. That's true. Yeah, absolutely It seems right. like it's a waste of time to go try to figure all that out. Well, people you know, are saying that. The math and how much it's going to cost you, it's really... Stupid. Yeah. Well, but people are people are now buying tickets to go into space. That's a different story. They're coming back. They're not going anywhere. Well, 
we hope just going into sub orbit. That's depends on if they're getting on the X 10 rocket or not, whether they come back. I'm just saying, I mean, (laughs) let's hope they come back. (laughs) They're working through that, Dennis. They're working through that. It'll be fine. It'll be fine when they actually put people inside. It's fine. It's true. NASCAR officials, uh, have started using trained dogs to detect COVID-19 among their essential personnel. Uh, there's their first use of this was at the Atlanta motor speedway. The procedure will be deployed on a trial basis uh, as a potential first line of defense. So I guess if you're starting to walk up to the gates of the motor speedway and this dog comes growling and charging at you and takes you down, aha, he's got COVID. I'm like, I don't, Dennis, I don't that's think that's not the how, way that works. That's oh. not how that works. Oh, that's not, not how more how like an works. indicator, like the dog oh. sits. Oh. Yeah. So this oh. is like a lab instead of a lab. <laughs> yes. Uh uh uh. uh, 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 uh so You're welcome. <laughs> Double entendre. Double on. <laughs> <laughs> We might need to apologize, apologize to Mitch because I like that joke. It was a good joke, actually. I take wow, it I made the list. Dennis, you're being really bad today. I was I able to say not. that two-year-olds taste great, and I still made the apology list. <laughs> yeah, right. As long as there's garlic butter, that's what we agreed on. Um, but I do think that the um I don't know. I mean, I, that is smart. Do- dogs are incredibly how many they say that they can sense like their smell and senses are like a thousand times better than humans, so right? So typically, yeah, it's, it's typically a dog, they say, can smell each individual person in right. New York City and know the difference. They, yeah, dogs have Phenomenal. individual smells. They don't, they don't, it's not a combination, never smell a combination. It's each individual smell is separate from right. them. Yeah. No, yeah. Which is why they contract people. Yeah, I think mm-hmm. it's fantastic. I think we're going to see a lot of innovation when it comes to, um, Healthcare and COVID and all those kinds of things. Obviously, those things are all super important for sure. And just just to reiterate, the dogs that are doing this will not growl and jump on you. I just am going to or bite you or Or any of that. Just to to make sure nobody walks away thinking Dennis was correct and how the dogs would react if you right. I mean, they they might bark at you. Yes. All right, but they won't they won't get up in your face. They will like as Debbie and Sam said, they will sit down. (laughs) They might give a bark. It's Thanks for the be, clarification. It's not meant to be an aggressive <laughs> or mean bark. It's just, you know, someone's at the door bark. Typically, they just sit like yeah. they do with drugs. They just sit yes. there by the person. Right, right. Yeah. yeah if they're going to sit for a drug dealer, they're going to sit for the COVID. Uh, two things we're going to do after the break. We're going to talk about Craigslist a little bit. And then we've got a few uh, listener emails. Stick around. The Dennis George Show continues after this. Check out our YouTube channel. It's a whole new way to watch radio where you can find each episode of our show. Just search Dennis George Show. Like us and subscribe. See you there. Hey, this is Mitch from the Dennis George Show. If you have a question, comment, new sexual position, things I should do with Dennis's mom or looking for a date or even looking for a date with Dennis's mom, send us an email at podcast at DennisGeorgeShow.com. If we read your question or comment on the air, we'll send you a t-shirt. That's podcast at DennisGeorgeShow.com. And now, back to the show. So Craigslist has been around for a long time, Craigslist, uh, available everywhere, really, other countries as well. And uh, it's a great forum for buying and selling, finding a job, help wanted, Curb Alert, which I learned what that was like 10 years ago, which is 
you've got something that you want to give away instead of throwing it away, allow it to be reused. You can actually put something on your curb, do a curb alert, like I've got a free dresser or a desk I'm not using. And you put people? And you put curb alert. (laughs) 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 Maybe, Sam. That's that's really funny. Um, But one of the things... This husband is no longer needed. Right. The the, the curb (laughs) alert thing is not a good idea. Somebody dumped a bunch of junk in in a lot behind my house and they did a curb alert and there was just all kinds of people back there for one item. Right, right. (laughs) Fucking crazy. It's it's called a a pop-up rave. (laughs) Yes. Sorry, Danny, that's my bad. (laughs) So the, uh, so Craigslist, you know, before really, before really a lot of the personals websites got going and the personals apps, a lot of people were using Craigslist uh, as a form of meeting people and dating and, and connecting up and hooking up. That was a big thing. Craigslist and prostitution Craigslist had to crack down. uh, And so they removed all of the personal billboards, bulletin boards of their site. So you can't, you couldn't go on and do like, um, looking for a date or this kind of person I'm looking for. And there's all different kinds of categories that they had. They deleted all those. They're, those channels are gone. So Craigslisters have gotten innovative in creating new messaging within existing forums um, in order to post personals ads. So I thought I'd read a few of them to you because they're kind of funny and see if, see if you think that these are really, these are really, so in the, in the, in the odd jobs plumbing section, oh, uh, oh this, Jesus, this this oh, ad, Jesus, this ad, ad plumbers right now. Warning label, warning label. This ad, this ad was posted sub bottom looking for side work. So that's, right, that's the title of the ad. It says, if anyone needs their tools cleaned or has any work for a sub to do, I would love to help you out. We'll clean multiple tools at once. Should be feel, in the farming section feel, under Ho. Right, right. <laughs> feel free to contact me for more info. I thought originally maybe Sub was like a subcontractor. You know? No. I don't know. I don't in this think case. in this case. Not in no. the farming section. May not be what that means. Uh, feel free to contact me. Um, the other one was um, looking. Apologize to plumbers. Hey, if anyone can fix my plumbing and party at the same time, please get a hold of me and send a picture. I'm down for anything. Thought that was interesting. Um, looking to clean a pipe got clogged. I can help you out. No, 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 no. You misread that. It says looking oh. to clean pipe got pipe clogged. I can help you out. There you go. See? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> uh, this one is for Denny G. Um, it's almost golf season. Let me polish your clubs, wood, iron, even a little putters. I can handle them all. Mm-hmm. Take care of your dirty balls too. Ball washing free. That's exactly right. Um, I thought those were those were particularly funny because it was. Uh, I, I, it's just amazing. Thing you started now. This is good. This is say, we should have started this like five minutes ago. I started the email so we can get it open. But yeah, I think it's funny that that Craigslist people have become inventive on how they can uh, do their personals. Did they yeah. take down the misconnections page? I no, it's still there. Okay. Yeah, okay. yeah. Misconnections is if you see someone attractive that you might. Oh, that is really that motive. You've got uh, mail. Wow. 
loud. So Are you oh landing my God, on an aircraft carrier? We got email, guys. We got email. Oh my god. Uh, but yeah, Mitch, misconnections does still exist, and they are pretty funny. And usually, misconnections is, I drove through the Taco Bell three weeks ago, and you smiled at me. I'd like your number. Like, what are the odds of that random Taco Bell? Like, I'm just saying. So one of the local radio stations here in their morning show will actually yep. read misconnections. Yeah, that's fantastic. Some of them are hysterical. Yeah, yeah sure. Uh, we got some great, great email. Um, Jared in Alaska wrote, uh, I tried the recipe for braised groundhog on your website. I substituted the groundhog for our squirrels up here called the Arctic ground squirrel. It tastes like a mild rabbit and is good. Uh, the recipe was good, Jared says. Uh, interesting. Nice. I, had to, I had to Google Arctic ground squirrel. Uh, and Debbie pointed out when, when I was questioning her about it uh, yesterday, uh, she got, I think, did you get mad at me? It sounded like she got mad at me because I was trying to ask her what an Arctic ground. She's like, it's a squirrel. A, just a squirrel. It's just a squirrel. Like, I didn't know if it was like, did it have a cute little coat? Like what Right here, it, right now. <laughs> what made it an Arctic squirrel? Is it right. white fur or what? Right, exactly. It's probably white. <laughs> yeah. Debbie said it's just a squirrel. Squirrel. It's just a different type of squirrel that is more able to live in those very extreme temperatures. Very cool. Just a doll. Yeah. So in uh just a doll, it might have a thicker a coat, but that's it. It's a yeah, squirrel. So we were, a thicker coat. We were talking quite a few weeks ago about Groundhog Day, and uh, a listener sent in a recipe for braised groundhog. Uh, because we were suggesting maybe we could let the groundhogs fight it out and then maybe we could eat the groundhog. And then someone yeah. sent in a recipe. So we posted that recipe on our website under the tab on show. Uh, and Gerald pulled up the recipe and actually used it, which I think is fantastic. And so, now you know you can use it for squirrel as well. And now you can use it for squirrel. And it was originally suggested that it could be used, I think, for possum or was it? It wasn't rabbit. It was something else. Apparently, you can substitute out. Gator. Uh, the type of ground animal you have. So, yeah, you know, whatever critter you have, you know, you could just suggest, you know, substitute is, that deal. Is, is ground animal a technical term? I don't know. Timmy, I don't, I don't know what, I don't know what happened to your gerbil, but just, that, yeah, that. Just watch out for those musk glands. Right. Exactly. Exactly. Uh, we got an unsigned email from someone, Mitch, who wanted to see a photo of your jolly jumper. Now, I'm not sure. Oh, what that means exactly? What you know what, what a jolly jumper is? Well, someone like, wants to see your jolly jumper. No, it's it's uh, the, it's the adult swing that you know that's like much like the baby swing, but it's the adult version. I'm not sure. No, but you can stop there. It's fine. You don't have to yeah, describe it more. <laughs> I think we're fine. I think we're fine. Interesting. Uh, <laughs> Anya wrote us an email. And she said, uh, Little Bump wanted to make <laughs> Sam's nickname from uh, an episode previous. Little Bump, I wanted to make sure I had this right. Donuts, weed, and cocaine. What other addictions do you want to tell us about? So I guess we're going to turn this uh, in. I don't know. I don't really. Let me give you some music. Coffee. I think maybe coffee. Coffee's a, a big problem. Um. There could be a lot more, but I don't. I don't think I want to share. <laughs> wow. All right. 
There's no problems here. He's he shared all the public addictions he's going to talk about right now. Right, he doesn't have another one. Right, right. Just keep listening. More will come up. Yeah, I'm I'm sure we'll get more skeletons out of those closets. I the day that we make the show together and that we're having margaritas together, that'll be the day everything comes out. Oh yeah, oh yeah. When Debbie comes out of the closet, so will all of us. (laughs) All right. What's the best, Tanya, about your email is that that the donut addiction, the weeds, the cocaine, those are all different shows over a period of time. So, yeah. Tanya, I am glad. I'm glad, Tanya, that you're keeping a list. But and nobody please, has said in any of those that I am a user except for the donuts. It's true. That's true. That's true. Good clarification, Sam. That's good. Good. Yeah. Uh, so, Tanya. Stay on that list and feel free to update us as you go, uh, because I you've got a rolling list and that's. Fantastic. I'm loving the bad boy image that I'm getting though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's pretty good. Uh, Jane K wrote us and J K Jane 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 would like to know, Mitch, how is the Botox holding up? Uh, you want to lean into the camera? By the way, last time you oh, did that, Lord. we got quite a few email about that. Yeah, to lean into well, the when camera. I leaned in. Now turn your head a little bit to the right and left so we can see. Yeah, alliance. Uh, the Botox is holding up really well. All of my body parts are still where they should be. They're not sagging or moving or anything. Wait a minute. Where else did you get Botox? You got it just in your forehead, I thought. Okay. All right. You can get Botox anywhere. Is that true? Yeah, yes. you get it under yeah. your arms. Anywhere Some people you, use anywhere it for you got a line you don't want. We talked about Headaches. that before. Yeah. Butt oh, aches. Really? Profuse sweaters, profuse sweaters. We talked about the somebody. sweating. I knew that, but I was I was saying mm-hmm. other other places too. Yeah. Anywhere there's a wrinkle, baby. <laughs> I like the fact that nobody's willing to go down that path with Ben. Dennis. <laughs> <laughs> he's dangling it out there. I know he's like he's trying to reel us in. We're like, I'm no. fine with that. I'm actually <laughs> fine with that, but my mind is wandering a little bit. I'll have the animal cracker. I, I <laughs> it's fine. It's completely fine. Um. I just thought Botox was just a facial thing. I mean, no, we talked about the sweat glands, but that's all I ever thought it was. I do for migraines yeah. also. Migraines, yeah. Oh, uh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. That's still kind of the face, though. I don't know where they give you that, Chuck. <laughs> I it's guess it depends on if you've got a pain in the butt, you might get it there. I don't know. No, no. That's when you call for curbside. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> well done. Uh, so proud. Well, thank you all for tuning in. And thank you all for listening. Uh, remember, you can catch us on any podcast platform that we've got. You can find us also a uh, YouTube channel. And don't forget, we do have social media channels like uh, Twitter and we have a Facebook page as well. Uh, and we post stuff uh, both places throughout the week as well. And uh, don't forget to like and subscribe, uh, subscribe to a podcast and also subscribe to our YouTube channel. So you get up alerts when we uh, when we post new stuff. So uh, make sure that you do those things for us as well. Uh, Sam has our apology list for us uh, for this week. We started right off the right out the gate with apologizing to Debbie uh, babies because they taste good. Mitch, really not babies, um, two year olds. <laughs> well, they're down here, too. We're going to go ahead and apologize to two year olds. Uh, we're going to apologize to Debbie's fondue pot. Um, we're also going to apologize to doctors, some children, proctologists, Mitch, 
No, that was Dennis. That was entirely Dennis who was talking about that playing was, that is right. That is right. I'm okay with that being Mitch's. Uh, Mitch's oh. mom. We're going to apologize to women. That's Dennis. Dennis. Uh, we're going to apologize to Tony. There. Yeah, the cold weather. That could affect anyone. Right. Uh, we're going to apologize to Google, Nest, Alexa, Siri. Because we were kind of hard on them. Mitch. Mitch made the list, people. Um, plumbers. We got to apologize to plumbers. Yeah. And we have to apologize to Craigslist users. It's tough putting down pipe. Yes. That's all I got. That's all you got. <laughs> no countries. Wow. Wow. Yes. Way to go, France. Woohoo. <laughs> We're getting better. Now we need to apologize to France. No, no. That was la, a compliment. La, We're la, good. La, 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 la. <laughs> Fantastic. Well, we will all catch you next time. Thank you all for tuning in. And thanks Bye. for uh, Bye. thanks for watching. Join us again next time for another edition of the Dennis George Show. Thanks for watching.